had been quiet for a few weeks since I had seen the ghost in the college building. I had kept my head down and taken precautions, avoiding pigeons, keeping away from places that seemed likely to be haunted, trying to avoid being alone. It seemed to be working, and I was finally allowing myself to relax. The end of summer was approaching, and my friends and I had gone to Pollock Park to enjoy a rare day of sunshine. Pollock Park sits in the south side of Glasgow. It's a huge bit of land containing fields, a stately home and a garden, forest, a river and a small museum. Perfect for wandering, exploring and relaxing. That day we were headed into the woods to search for the remains of a Stone Age castle. We walked along a wide track, chatting away and already planning lunch. The trees around us were tall, covering up the sky above the track so that we were completely enveloped in the forest. They muffled the outside world, making even the cars driving through the park nearby seem miles away. This city has so many pockets of wilderness that seem to transport you away from the urban and make you feel completely isolated. I was relaxed. The seasons were turning and autumn always made me happy. Nothing strange had happened and I had privately decided not to push my luck. I had neither the skills nor the bravery to hunt down the supernatural. In any case, my investigation had gone nowhere and I had no idea what to do next. As we walked, myself, my partner and our friends, we slowly became more and more quiet as something in the atmosphere changed. I noticed that it had gone beyond muffled. Now I could hear no wind, no animals, no nothing. Only the crunch of our feet on the track. A familiar feeling of unease settled on me. So much for leaving it alone. My friends were quiet, but so far seemed unworried. As far as I knew, none of them had encountered a ghost before. My partner had heard my stories and encountered Francis, and exchanged a worried look with me. Then I heard it, the sound of wind soft growing louder. I turned and looked up. Through a thinner patch in the branches above, I saw a flock of birds, perhaps a hundred, coming into land. Pigeons. Something in my gut told me to run, but my feet froze to the ground as I watched them settle in branches and each turned their beady eyes upon me. I took a breath and prepared to flee when, from behind me, came a loud and aggressive caw. I jumped and the pigeons turned their eyes away from me and towards the source of the call. I followed their gaze to see a large crow on a lower branch. It cawed again and raised its wings at the pigeons. They did not move but kept their eyes on this new arrival. Hesitantly, I began to move along the path again, my partner following my lead. Our friends were now a little ahead, having missed this avian drama. The pigeons noticed and stirred, but the crow leapt to a branch between us and them and cawed once more. The pigeons seemed stuck and cooed in dismay. We caught up with our friends and kept moving, holding each other's hands tightly. As we walked, the crow followed, cawing any time we paused. Our friends noticed and we joined in with their speculations as to why it was following us. We didn't want to explain the pigeon army that had almost closed in on us. We reached the ruined fort, looked around and continued back around to the car park. Once out of the trees, we glanced around anxiously, but no birds were to be seen. The crow had flapped off at some point, and now, back in a busy and gloriously noisy place, we felt safe. That night we sat together in the living room and talked over what had happened. Why had the pigeons flocked? Why had the crow stopped them? Had I, in involving myself in their dealings that night, somehow put a sign on my head that was now being acted upon? Why now? It was all so confusing, but it made one thing clear. 
Staying away from this was not going to happen, whether I wanted it or not. I needed some answers if this was going to continue. Glasgow Ghost Stories is written and produced by Libby Thomas. Narration is by Libby Thomas. Credits are read by Harris Jones. The theme music is by the amazing Kevin MacLeod. Sound effects in this episode are from freesound.org. If you go down to the woods today, pack your running shoes. <laughs>